Welcome to Ag Annex Talks, a podcast brought to you by the agriculture brands of Annex Business Media. Join the teams behind Top Crop Manager, Potatoes in Canada, Fruit and Vegetable, Manure Manager, Canadian Poultry, Drainage Contractor, and The Trough Magazines for compelling conversations with some of the most important voices in Canadian agriculture. This podcast is made possible by Braun, building quality drainage plows and accessories since 1974. Visit brawnrwf.com for more information. That's B-R-O-N-R-W-F dot com. Welcome to our second season of The Groundbreakers. I'm your host, drainage contractor editor Bree Rohde. When the idea for The Groundbreakers first came to fruition in 2021, it came after a number of long conversations on our team and with some of our trusted industry friends about how the world of drainage is evolving. Sure, subsurface agricultural drainage is a 200-year-old practice, and much of the quality tile installed today will last for decades, if not centuries. But, like water, drainage never stops moving. As research and practice have helped us understand more about drainage and its impacts on the environment, both negative and positive, we've seen the introduction, popularization, and implementation of new devices and new practices. Plus, with every economic shift, longtime contractors and businesses have been tasked with coming up with creative solutions in areas such as business diversification, business development, succession planning, and collaboration. So the Groundbreakers is a celebration of the minds that are driving drainage forward, from those in the lab and classroom to those in the field. We cover contractors who are pushing industry envelopes, educators who are teaching new practices, advocates who are teaching the world about the benefits of drainage, and so much more. Our first 2023 honoree is Laverne Weber, president of Great Solutions Incorporated. Nominated by 2022 groundbreaker Jeremy Miners, who describes Weber as both a client and a friend, Jeremy said Laverne is best known for how he works with clients. Quote, his customers are loyal because, well, he is the best at what he does. Great Solutions' unique systems are the perfect example of why the innovations we highlight through the Groundbreakers program are so important. And with that, I bring you my interview with Laverne Weber. All right, Laverne, if you could start out by discussing your background, because I understand that um, you came from the roads industry and many of our contracting honorees came from more of a farming background. So can you tell us about uh, your history and how you transitioned from the roads industry and into drainage? Yeah, I'll try to make that brief and short for you. It's a long story. Every, every life is a journey. So you're kind of on a journey. I grew up on a farm. Um, in farming, but uh, I, my first out of college, I worked for John Deere, and I transitioned into the construction side and actually into road building. And I uh, had a company in the in the Chicago area for like 17 years, and we use recycled materials in road building. And so I got acquainted with highway and heavy contractors, um, expertise is in the geotechnical side there too. And then uh, anyway, kind of th- things moved forward. We had a company, we sold it. Um, as my brother-in-law said to me, you're too young to retire. So, uh, I kind of started my second career and I really liked the, uh, construction grading sort of thing. And, uh, long story short, uh, yes, the miners at Agram, I got acquainted with them about 10 or 12 years ago. At the same time, I formed this company about 10 years ago. And, uh, we just kind of focused on, um, one of the things we focused on is water management. Also site development and road construction, but primarily uh, water management. All right. That provides me a great transition to my next question. And I know sometimes people get uncomfortable, you know, bragging about their achievements or their company's achievements, but I really would love to learn a bit more about 
what are some of the things that make grade solutions unique as far as water management and maybe some of the more unique or unconventional systems you've helped to construct? Okay. Well, to start with, I mean, when we formed the company, our intention was, you know, highest quality of whatever we do for our clients. So um, when we transitioned into the uh, water management thing and really focused on that, we look for unique clients. So, I mean, some of the things we do, well, the first thing we really strive and we really focus on, uh, we try to build the best possible solutions for our clients. So we listen to our clients first and then we decide, you know, what's the best possible solution. Um, and and we, we're okay with taking on innovative and challenging situations. So we encounter a lot of those. So we have clients where we installed subsurface irrigation for on hundreds of acres, actually, um, which is kind of unique. And, and a lot of our systems are on contour and we're in Northern Illinois. So the topography is quite rolling. We're not in flat ground here. So it's unconventional for one to think of an irrigation system on the contour in rolling ground in Northern Illinois and other places, obviously. So those are kind of unique to us. Um, we install nitrate bioreactors and uh, we are big in bioreactors. Um, and I can tell you more about that in a little bit, but um, we, we take uh, some of the designs that are, you know, innovative and out there on in the front edge and we introduce them to our clients. Uh, I don't know if our clients buy it, we install those as well. So those are the things. The other unique thing I think with us is we had a difficult time finding the quality and gradation of wood chips for bioreactors early on when we started installing. So we harvest and recycle our own hardwood and we make our own clean chips for our bioreactors because we want the quality and the standard to be high and there, it's almost impossible to find clean graded uh, hardwood chips. Most people are grinding them up for mulch and we need clean graded for bioreactors. So we, did, we just made our own, uh, which is pretty cool. The other interesting thing about us, I mean, the values of our clients and people relationships are really big for us. So we, people matter and uh, relationships matter. So we try to introduce the best concepts that serve the people well uh, as we move forward. That's great. I had no idea about the wood chips. Uh, that's that's so cool to me. Um, I also, Jeremy's nomination uh, mentioned an interesting project that you guys have done with uh, with wash water. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, that's yeah, great question. So we have, we have some corporate clients, uh, I call them, that have well, wash water. Uh, from basically dairy processing plants and no municipal treatment facility close by. Uh, they're kind of out rural areas. So we take that water, it's nutrient rich and uh, nitrogen and some phosphorus too. Uh, we then uh, connect with growers in the area and we literally take water we, from their lagoons uh, reutilize that, uh, recycle it basically, and use it for irrigation water through our subsurface irrigation system. So, yeah. That's, that's really amazing. And now before we go on, I would love to hear some more about your experiences with the, the bioreactors. Okay. Well, from the beginning, uh, in terms of our subsurface irrigation, um, I mentioned to Jeremy, like we need to include these in our systems. So every time we install an irrigation system, 
we install bioreactors at the ends of the mains. So when we open up the system at the end of the season to let it dewater, everything can go pass through the bioreactors. So we've been pretty intentional about bioreactors in, included in all of our systems. Independently, we install bioreactors in conventional draining systems as well to uh, clean up the nutrients. So uh, we have a couple of fascinating projects, one on the books right now. We're working with a, actually a man-made lake oh. uh, that has a lot of uh, algae bloom and uh, nutrient loading from 6,000-acre watershed that mm -hmm. supplies its lake and all of its agricultural. So we're placing bioreactors at um, drainage tile outlets uh, to try to clean up, uh, denitrify that uh, water that's going into the uh, the lake. And so thousands of acres here. Um, awesome. Great. So now, um, who have been some of your biggest mentors in the industry, especially as you transitioned uh, into water management? Well, I think uh, I, I can think of three real quick. Uh, at the top of the list is actually Dr. Jeremy and Bob Miners at Agrim. Agrim has, uh, they, they do complete all of our designs for us here. Uh, after we survey, um, bring it to them, produce the designs, but they've coached and mentored. And then I, I continually go to them with unique questions, uh, pretty cool stuff here. And they go, of course, we can incorporate that or we could try that. So the other uh, second person is probably Dr. Laura Christensen, formerly of University of Illinois, all the uh, innovative work with uh, nitrate bioreactors. Um, she has coached us along and uh, actually encouraged us a lot in our process. So we, again, with her, take unique opportunities to her and go like, hey, here's a place we think we could do this. Can we do an innovative design? Maybe something that's not exactly by the books. Can we modify the design to make it work? Mm -hmm. So we're pretty creative. Then I think uh, we always uh, select strategic partners in our industry here to focus on things that are like-minded. And another one that comes to mind is Kent Rodelius at Prinsco uh, Pipe. He's mm -hmm. uh, been active over the years in a lot of different things. Um, he's also encouraged us and, and they're, their company's been beside us through it all too. So. That's great. Um, Princo is actually one of our uh, sponsoring partners on this yes. uh, on this initiative. That's great. Uh, so, on the other hand, have you gotten a chance in your career to play a mentor role? And if so, what are some of the biggest values that you like to pass down to those that you mentor? Okay, uh, that's that's pretty pretty simple for us here. The answer first, the answer is yes, and we really start with our our own team. So when we recruit people for our team, uh, we kind of tell them what we're about before we start. And so people to come on our team know exactly where we're headed. And it's it's all about serving others first. So that's our, that's our culture and we wrap that into all that we do. So we try to mentor people around that. We look at for strategic partners that have the same mindset as well. So um, that helps us mentor others when we've got the right people on our larger uh, team as well. We got pretty excited about that. I think uh, we tried to have a culture of serving others first. So it's about listening uh, and determining what the needs are. And then can we provide a unique and innovative solution uh, for it? So that, that's kind of a, a cool part. So that's how we 
uh, help mentor some people uh, around us. We also try to do that with some of our, well, corporate clients and maybe not even, maybe just future clients, uh, bring them together and we try to guide them, if you will. I'm not sure it's mentoring as much as guiding them towards better water management practices or maybe a water management solution that'll help them and serve them going forward. So we're, so that's our first step in it. And I think the second thing that we're really big into is uh, I really look for the grander vision. Uh, and those are my words, grander vision for what we're trying to do. So whether it's our team on a project or if we look at a project and we go like, what's the ripple effect from us helping this client or help us serving them? So an example would be, um, back to your, your earlier question uh, with some of our clients, uh, we had a client come to us that had wash water that needed to be dealt with. And, and they go like, can you provide a solution? And we said, yes, we can. Hence subsurface irrigation and the whole system. But then we backed up a step and I said, well, how will it serve you? And they go like, well, if we can handle this water, we're going to expand our plant. We're going to put 800 people to work in our plant expansion if we can deal with the water. Well, it was in an area like five years ago where unemployment was pretty high. And we go like, well, we can help the community by getting rid of this water or utilizing the water and installing the system. And, and literally, I mean, they hired 800 more people once we installed the system and they could expand the plant. So there's, we look for the ripple effect of what we do, whether it has an effect on people or a long-term effect. So when it comes to water management, uh, we try to also look at ways we can improve the water quality, or even for growers, recycle some of their nutrient-rich um, drainage water and build a lagoon, put it back on their ground, uh, utilize it through subsurface irrigation. So it's kind of the full circle. And again, what's the grander vision? How can we create a ripple effect? Well, it goes to show that it's more, I mean, it, we talk about this on Drainage Contractor all the time. It's about so much more now than just taking water from a field and taking it out. It is about that circular effect and uh, the possibilities really feel endless. So on that note, my last question is kind of a two-part question. It's um, what are things that you foresee beyond 2023 as both the biggest challenges, uh, but also the biggest opportunities coming up uh, in water management? The uh, probably the number one um, issue that we see frequently uh, in terms of an obstacle is, uh, I think, awareness, awareness and education. Um, sometimes it starts with agencies, if you will, um, water management agencies, uh, and people that just don't have an understanding of their own of their own uh, specifications and, and policies. So. Uh, that kind of becomes an encumbrance for our clients. Um, they, we say, here's concept, and uh, and they go, and there's there's more um, obstacles, you know, legislative, regulatory sort of things that kind of go super high, and the clients go just kind of give up and go like, okay, don't want to put the energy into it, uh, and they walk away from it. So. Reducing bottlenecks, if you will, or these encumbrances in implementing practices is probably the biggest challenge out there right now. 
one of the things we're trying to do, we see as an opportunity, we try to bring those folks into our office and literally have training sessions and, and information sessions, if you will, literally have mock-up displays of systems in our uh, buildings so that we can literally show people how it works, how it functions, and bring the learning curve up. That's probably the biggest thing. I think in terms of opportunities, we could turn that into, um, I call it intentional water management um, kind of mindset. So we try to, as a company, try to have that mindset. And we try to take that to our clients. And I think if more people sees that as an opportunity as opposed to a, a challenge or a, a negative, and just have a positive mindset about water management. And then maybe it's you have your portfolio in your mind. What do you have in your pocket that you know well, the practices work, and how can you share that with others? That's kind of the goal here, I think. It's more about how we can help others than what can we get from others, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you so much, Laverne. That was all the questions I had. Thanks again to Laverne for taking time out of his busy schedule to talk with me not only about innovations in drainage, but also the importance of customer service. Additional thanks to Jeremy Miners for nominating Laverne and to Braun for sponsoring this podcast episode, as well as the broader Groundbreakers program. The Groundbreakers program is also supported by Princeco, and you can hear more about them on our next Groundbreakers episode two weeks from now. In that episode, we'll be chatting with Jacob Hansacker of Hands-On Tiling and Excavating. Finally, thanks to you for listening. Thank you for listening to Ag Annex Talks, the podcast brought to you by the agricultural brands of Annex Business Media. You can subscribe to Ag Annex Talks wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit agannex.com to catch up on all our other episodes.